This is Hong with my pride and style. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mike knows like so like the biggest names in comedy, dude. You gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. That we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. Hi, everybody. Hey. This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah, boy. Welcome to Hunk with Mike. Bridenstine, from Muscatine to the Silver Screen, wait, it's a podcast? From Muscatine, Iowa to your AirPods, here's Mike. I'm Mike Bridenstine, shout out Rick Gonzalez, shout out Bad Planet, shout out to my unpaid announcer, Tony Tone Logansoul. My schedule's been all fucked up, but I got in a panel this week. I think I'm still going to do panels, but while I'm in Chicago, I might do a true crime detour and tell you about jury duty. Do people like true crime podcasts? Is that a popular genre of podcast? I think I counted and I did 12 stand-up shows while I was in jury duty where I just couldn't talk about it. So I'm kind of bursting at the seams. I'm looking forward to being able to tell you about it. I'll see... I'll figure out a way to do it. I will figure it out. Anyway, I still have the world's greatest panel. All that being said, Lindsay Adams is back. One of my favorite comedians. Insanely good baker. You've also seen her on Adult Swim and HBO Max. She's the host of Good Heroin and Snack Time. And she's the host of Me Running My Hour, August 5th at the Glendale Room in Glendale, California. Greg Edwards is back from Comedy Central, from Thug Notes. He's a fantastic artist on top of all that. This is a talented group. Whenever he does the show, people freak the fuck out. People love Greg Edwards. I love Greg Edwards. You love Greg Edwards. Tyler Jackson is here first time. I am late to the game on Tyler Jackson. Adam Burke had hyped him up to me years ago, right before the pandemic. Then Max Beasley hyped him up. I finally saw Tyler do stand-up at Permanent Vacation, and he was fucking awesome, and he was great on here, too, so you're going to love Tyler Jackson. Jake Kroger is back from the Comedy Bureau. He is the foremost expert on stand-up comedy in Los Angeles over the past decade and change, period. He's the Jonathan Gold of comedy. He's also the Iris Apfel of comedy. He is a fancy, fancy boy. Bailey Norton is back. She also hosts Permanent Vacation with Tyler and friend of show Sammy Mowry. Bailey is a writer on Reductress. Bailey paints nudes for Naughty Bits Designs. She does lots of stuff. This group was a lot of fun. So without further ado, here are Lindsay, Greg, Tyler, Jake, and Bailey. And if you don't already, if you're here for the first time and if you wandered in out of the blue, when you're ready... Please click follow, smash those stars, give me a five-star review. Oh, hey, everyone. <laughs> Everybody hey, came hey, in at hey. once. Hi, Jake. Hi, Tyler. Hi, you know, Brita. You know, I'm done with jury duty, everybody. I was telling you. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yes. Did you solve the case? We solved the case. Yeah, we... <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do, right? Solve. They told us not to, which I thought was hilarious. They're like, don't go out and try to collect evidence. 
Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> but sometimes when you're a good jury member, you go above and beyond, right? I guess, I yeah. I follow you, Bailey. I follow you. See? Yeah! yeah. Wow. yeah. There you go. Great and I magic trick you, right? worked on me. And you follow <laughs> me, no doubt, no doubt. Look at this. Me. Can you spill the beans, Mike, on what it is? Or you're sworn, right? I can't yeah. for one more week. It, it was too... I almost said contestants. It was two. <laughs> I mean, sure. It was two defendants, and uh, they're both blaming each other. And so there's two juries at the same time, and one of the defend one of the contestants got COVID, and so they were delayed, and we finished. So we can't let what happened to our thing affect the other thing. We can do an icebreaker question off the top. Uh, Tyler has never done this before. Tyler. J-Lo and Ben Affleck got married. What is the greatest celebrity couple uh, currently? Currently? That's hard. I've always been a big fan of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Christopher Guest. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I love both of them, and together I'm like, yes. Yeah, and and you don't ever hear about them very much. And Jamie Lee Curtis was the child of a celebrity couple. Yes. Also two great actors that I enjoy quite a bit. Janet Lee. Janet Lee from Psycho and yes. uh, Curtis uh, Blow, the rapper. <laughs> yeah, Curtis Blow. <laughs> Who else you got? Who's the greatest celebrity couple? You know, it, it, before you finished your question, it was like Cleopatra popped in my head. Cleopatra and Mark Antony. Yeah. Yes. Celebrity yeah. couple. Yeah. Uh, does that count? Couple. They're not alive. Uh, I guess I didn't put a time limit on it. Like, Jesus and Mary Magdalene. Hell yeah. <laughs> Jesus love the hoes. <laughs> Napoleon and the French Navy. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, <laughs> do they have like a name like Jay or Jennifer or Be- Benifer or whatever, like for Napoleon oh, uh, and the French Navy? Oh, yeah. you're talking about for the Cleopatra and Mark- the French Navy? Any of them, yeah. Any yeah. historical... Cleo Antony. Yeah, I would kick this over to Tyler. Tyler is Cleo Pantony. Cleo Pantony is the greatest celebrity couple of all time. Yeah. Just because you get to say pant. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Marco Petra. That sounds like an Irish guy. <laughs> yeah. Halle Berry's, Halle Berry's dating this uh, one of these rock dudes that I used to love back in the early 2000s. This guy named Van Hunt. Um, he's dropped like two dope albums, but I'm glad Halle got like a dude that's not like super popular. That just oh my god, Rick Flair him. claimed he had sex with her. Well, Halle Berry, yeah, oh, I don't believe. That I one. think Rick Flair's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I wouldn't put it past Rick. Rick's hella charismatic, man. I mean, he does have a. He is kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah. That's, I like to imagine when he climaxes. Woo! Exactly. <laughs> is that anyone having trouble with this question? Because it's like you think of a celebrity couple and like, oh, they split up during COVID. Or you're thinking, I watched those Oscars and boy, that Will and Jada are the correct answer. <laughs> oh boy, man. Yeah. Do we know where he is on his journey, his so-called journey that Will Will promised that he was going to go on? He's with OJ looking for the murderer. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god, I read his uh or I listened to the audiobook of his autobiography. His, oh Will, I thought you meant a, I thought you meant OJ, OJ if I did it. Oh, Will Smith. oh no, but I would listen to that. I'm gonna listen to that the second it comes out. But um in Will's it's called I think it's just called Will, Will or yeah, something. Yeah. Uh-huh. But um yeah. there is a scene where he in great detail describes the conception of his son Jaden <laughs> and it is disgusting oh. and unnecessary. And like he uses innuendos that are more graphic than just saying the actual words. It's gross. It's a, it's a great read. <laughs> Bailey was just the two of us, the cover by Will playing in the background. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It should have been. I wish if he could go back and redo any like any fuck of his life. <laughs> Man, if I could take Definitely a time machine, I'd go back in time and put Wild Wild West on while I <laughs> fucked that woman. I think Will Smith again, another person who while climaxing is like, Woo! Ha ha! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Rick Flair and Will Smith, same same sexual experience. <laughs> he just does all of his ad libs from Miami. Hi, sorry. You're fine. You walked in while we were uh, doing Will Smith sex noises. So make your favorite. (laughs) I think Lindsay would have a great answer to this question. What's the greatest celebrity couple? Well, Well, like, do they have to be together currently? We decided no. Also, they can be dead. (laughs) Yes. Because I said Cleopatra and Mark Antony. There's a there, somebody told me um, to watch so the six part Ethan Hawke directed Paul Newman and his uh, wife like series, and I was like, yeah. it's six parts though, and a lot of it's in on Zoom, right? Like Ethan Hawke talks to other people on Zoom, and then they like read these. Um, transcriptions of tapes they recorded that hadn't previously been released weird so this is an ethan hawk documentary is what uh we're on currently oh then i would say kira cedric and kevin bacon oh 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 is that is that is kevin bacon her husband i think so it's kevin bacon oh whatever they kind of i always get them mixed up (laughs) (laughs) what about uh, that's that's fine what about the woman who was married to Sergey Brin, who just had sex with Elon Musk. I people need to ha- stop having sex with Elon Musk. I just don't. Right. Nobody Agreed. likes him. Nobody likes him except women who fuck him, and they need to stop. It's really <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> women Elon... need to stop having sex with Elon Musk. No, please stop having sex with him. It's so fucking mortifying. Tyler, what's his sex noise? <laughs> oh yes. Uh, <laughs> I invented Tesla. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, Elon Musk is is. I was thinking about him a couple days ago and how he has so many kids, and I was comparing him to like Nick Cannon yeah. with somebody because they're both just these guys that are just like nonstop having kids on purpose with like anybody that will do it. It's so strange. Is that just... like as men, as people who identify as men? like something that you can understand about having a bajillion kids that like somehow like entices you <laughs> it I feels... mean... <laughs> yeah totally oh, yeah is that your what you want 
what you want. Mike? That's what I want. No, that's what I wanted. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want an answer for. Exa- oh. I want to know why. Do is any of like us have kids? No. Is it like spreading your seed? Like, is that a real thing? <laughs> I, I mean, it, I think that might be a thing. It's certainly, that was like Genghis Khan's thing. Uh, and that's why there's like still a good percentage of the world's populations is like related to Genghis Khan. I, I, that is, that's my favorite celebrity couple also is Genghis, <laughs> Genghis Khan and half of the world. <laughs> Gorold. <laughs> I mean, maybe subconsciously, Lindsay, it's like, uh, I, I like, I have so many kids that will force me to like make more money. <laughs> So I have to be more mm-hmm. ambitious, <laughs> kind of like buying a shirt that doesn't fit. And you're like, yeah, I'll work out and it'll, it'll, <laughs> yeah, it'll fit. It'll fit. I'll just going to buy it now. That makes sense. That you mm-hmm. would... are, you, are you implying I... that Elon Musk is the world's richest man just because he has so many children? That would make to sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. That is possibly what I am surmising. How many kids does he have? Why is this like not more public knowledge? To, I, I, I think that it's he has a Girl, weird amount of kids. Camera up. We only see half of your face. Oh, uh, look at you. Lindsay, didn't you see me enough like two weeks ago? Mm. No, not enough. You bailed early. You think we didn't notice. <laughs> I, did, I did bail early. <laughs> none of you said Beyonce Jay-Z for the best celebrity couple, and none of you said Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchin for the best celebrity couple. I just wanted well, to Well, you, you know, Beyonce's doing the heavy lifting in that couple. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Imagine having to listen to Beyonce talk about herself 24-7 the way uh, that she does. Are you thinking that of Beyonce was... or Marcella's impression of Beyonce? <laughs> oh, no. I'm thinking of Beyonce. She had that whole documentary where she was like, and me and me and me and me and me and then sometimes me and it was like i hate you i I, like (laughs) i'm watching that Derek jeter documentary and he's i hated him before that and it's like i can't think of a less likable person than than Derek jeter too pretty man he's too pretty and I think, like, I know comedians who no one has told them no since 2008, and they became, like, insane people. Can you imagine yeah. Beyonce's life? Like, right. That's what, exactly. Nobody has told her no. So she's just got this, like, manicured. I There's all these celebrities that are the same way. And then we're like, damn, how did they, like, die? And it's like, I don't know. Nobody told them no ever. And so they fucking did crazy shit. True. I had to get close for that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, this is a game called Closest Without Going Over. I want to play a quick game real quick. I heard the average rent in Manhattan, and I want to know who's got the closest without going over. Tyler Jackson. Ooh. Cl- average rent? Average rent. People in the uh, Midwest are going, it's got to be $1,000. <laughs> oh, That's uh, so much money. Like, like per person or for like a whole apartment? The average rent per apartment. Per apartment? I'm going to say, I'm going to guess like four grand. Four grand says Tyler Jackson. Jake. 4,200. 4,200. Bailey. I'm going to say 55. 55. Lindsay Adams. 25. 25. 25. (laughs) Greg. Price is is right ass over here. There's a lot of. 
poor people. <laughs> Zero dollars. Never say that with that <laughs> voice again. <laughs> There's a lot of poor people. There's a lot of poor people. <laughs> Literally, if you clip that, I will fuck you up. <laughs> now I have to. <laughs> no, I got to keep Lindsay happy. <laughs> uh, I will go 35. 35. Jake Kroger wins. Bailey went over. $5,000 is the average. Oh, my God. Rent. It's a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember reading that article like a week ago. Oh, well, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, that's unfair. Who would have gotten this right? The most <laughs> online person here? Maybe. <laughs> Five grand? Man. Okay, I have... Okay, I have a list of Emmy nominations for Best Drama Series, and I wanted your opinion on what should win, just for fun. I have the comedy next, but these are dramas. Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, Yellow Jackets. What show sucks the least? Severance is so good. I love Severance. I love Severance. Yeah, I loved it. Succession, though. Succession's got to win that. Succession is like nominated for everything. It's just so good, man. Have you seen Severance yet, though? I have seen Severance. I love Severance, but I think Severance is too intellectual for most Americans. This is my impression of this is my impression of every episode of Succession. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be Shiv? Is it going to be Roman? Who's it going to be? Fuck off. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Roman? Shiv? Fuck off. That's it. That's what it is. Every episode. But it's amazing. I can't so figure good. it out. I I love Severance. I feel like just to disrupt the order of things, it should be Squid Game. Oh, yeah. Just go, hey, fuck you, America. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck you, America. Absolutely. Who says something else? Anybody have it in a different answer or just those ones? Also, I think Squid Game is like Netflix's most watched series. It is ever. What about that well, French? Well, if you're dominating Asia and America, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but they do they do like um, dubs in other languages for like American series. What was that French uh, detective yeah, but, show? But we suck. Lupin. Yeah, Lupin. <laughs> is it better than Lupin or whatever? Anyway. Yeah. It is. Uh, comedy series, Abbott Elementary, uh, friend of show, Janelle James is on that. Uh, Barry, Kirby Enthusiasm, friend of show, Danielle Perez is on that. Hacks, uh, friend of show, uh, Nina Tard's on that. Marvel's Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, friend of show, Steve Martin, uh, Ted Lasso, <laughs> uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, Jake Kroger first, since you are uh, a comedy expert. Uh, I mean, it probably won't win for political reasons but what we do in the shadow 1000% I've not seen it. Yes. That. Oh, it's oh, so good. It's so, so fucking good. It, it's like the purest comedy on this list and it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. I feel like what we do in the shadows from the movie up like That was Lindsay like Adams said it's the funniest movie she's ever seen, I think. It's the funniest movie I've ever seen. It's yeah. so good. The movie is so good, and the show is somehow just as good. Damn. Yeah, and not derivative yeah. in its own thing. Yeah. yeah. You guys yeah, should check out Curb Your Enthusiasm. If yeah, you I'm going to go with Curb, though, still. <laughs> Larry That's because you're life. men. 
I love Larry. There's no, no men on what we do in the shadows. Only that's a literal masculine. That's a masculine response. Is curb your enthusiasm? That's like almost misogynistic. That's right. I want to see other acceptable dated. answers, Lindsay. Also, no poor people on that show. Very true. Okay. Okay. Let me just clarify what I meant by poor people. (laughs) It's a nail file. What I meant. But yeah, the wealth inequality is what I was getting at. They're poor in comparison to the super rich, and so it's not fair that the averages are calculated because. Fuck you. Can you you get your cat to say ow while you're on here so you can get 25 million views on TikTok? I know. It might go viral if we do that. Are you? (laughs) Aww. She Um, only does it when she's happy and she was purring. So fuck you. Um, (laughs) The next one is uh, Jill Biden. It's been a while since I've been able to do one of these. Jill Biden... (laughs) said uh the latin community is as distinct as the she goes bodegas she did not say bodegas she said bodegas of the bronx and as beautiful as the blossoms of as of miami and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in san antonio the national association of hispanic journalists responded in a twitter account post that said we are not tacos (laughs) <laughs> I don't have a question. I just wanted to enjoy this quote with all of you. That is the they got a cane that writer. They got to put that yeah. writer and, and cane him. When you said Bodega, I was like, oh, that's like an ancient British queen, I think. <laughs> it's the capital of Colombia. Was Jill Biden's a doctor... A do- like a medical doctor or a doctor of something? I think she has a doctor. I think she's a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so skip certain other Spanish. I don't know. <laughs> I do, you've not heard the word bodega before? Like that's exactly. confusing. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, give hey, let, give give Jill some space, man. She's got to keep that <laughs> dude up all night. You know what I mean? Yeah, that Make is sure true. Make sure he doesn't walk at the walls and shit. <laughs> Walk through walls like a ghost. (laughs) Mike, do you, but how about this? Do you think that's more relatable than all the like white politicians who speak fluent Spanish and they flaunt it so much? And we're like, we get it. You speak Spanish. (laughs) Oh, the Alex Trebek thing. Yeah. Or was it Tim Kaine? Oh, if she was like, you are as unique as the bodegas in the Bronx. (laughs) You'd be like, yikes. Why did I? Why do they even have to go there? Like, why do they even have to use, like, metaphors? That's, like, the most dangerous territory for a white person to walk into when talking about any minority. Like, it's also, how, isn't you... isn't taco, like, a microaggression anyway for, like, some yes. of these? <laughs> totally. We totally. love Spanish things such as taco, <laughs> burrito, pinata. Sombrero. <laughs> Stay away from food. Away. <laughs> it just yeah, seems so just dangerous. A... <laughs> That's what our writer got to get his ass kicked. I know. <laughs> Poor Jill, though, man. Poor Jill. That makes me so happy. I don't. That when I heard that, <laughs> I laughed so hard for so long about 
her saying bodegas and comparing Latino communities to tacos. It made me very happy. Did she say Latin X or Latina? She said Latin. I don't think she said Latin X. Isn't that one a tricky one? Oh. Like, isn't Latin X? I don't know. Some... I, I just thought it would have been funnier if she said Latin X and then said <laughs> bodega. Latin X. Bodega X. <laughs> Oh, like, do you ever think about tired. you ever think about how many like like public gaps were missing from like current dictators because they suppressed the media like Putin or that guy oh, in Jesus. Hungary or Orban or Erdogan in Turkey. There's sure got to be a lot. I remember the Spanish. This is awful. And you guys don't have to respond to this. And I should not say it out loud, but I'm in too deep. <laughs> There's. There was a picture of the, the Spanish basketball team. They were in Beijing, China for the Olympics, and they oh, all did the eye yeah, thing in the picture. And they were like, that is horrifying, you guys. And Spain was like, what? That is what their eyes are like, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was the official government no! response. Like it's Spain, what? Oh, no. Because it didn't oh, have God. the same weight there as it would, like, here. They were just right. like, we were just doing our eyes like theirs. And it was just like, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Racism in other countries is so crazy. Like, I I lived in Prague right before the pandemic. Ooh. And uh, the family that I was there with, it's because I nannied their little boy. And the family that I was there with, they're, uh, they're like, Japanese. And so um, we were, we took an Uber to the airport. And the Uber driver was like, how are you? How was your weekend? And they were like, oh, good. We're teaching our son Japanese. And this man literally went, oh. And then I kept driving. And the family that I was with, they were just like, he did it because he was delighted. It was like, he was not even being racist. He thought it was like truly so fun. That is having so much fun. That's a fun thing almost. I actually think like, like racism towards Asians is like it people do get enthusiastically excited to like if if they're like ah. on, they get excited to do it they like <laughs> literally think it's the funniest thing whereas like i feel like white people try to hide their racism towards like black people or like brown people but like when it comes to asians they're like strapping i got a good one <laughs> i like, think i think that... it's crazy I think that's because for the longest time, Asians tried to assimilate as a model minority, and they were just like smile, grinning and bearing it, and thought like, "Oh, you know, we'll just put up with it." And then um, I think that's starting to change as people oh, were blaming yeah. all Asian people for oh, right. COVID, even yeah. though they were just trying to say it was Chinese people. Yeah, good. It really is like crazy how normalized it was, but it's like it's like funny but not funny just how like delusional people are like so they're like what this is like literally right. a good joke right. this is, yeah. like, a hilarious. i mean joke. it took until like five years ago for people to be like i think apu that character is kind of fucked up right. yeah <laughs> sure but it also extends within asia like like if you raises like, to each it, other right yeah english-speaking comedians from asia or asian-american comedians love like you know uh reaffirming this i like setup of japan korea and china are better than everybody else in asia and everyone else sucks i mean is that their 
Is that their prerogative? <laughs> I really thought I don't know. Let's second. go watch, watch go, Joe Coy's latest hour. I'm sure he'll explain it to all of us. He's got a new hour called Easter Sunday that's made just oh, for... Oh, no, that's a movie, Mike. It's, I don't understand. I hope it's an hour. I hope it's only it's an hour. It's one hour. <laughs> one hour of all every Filipino stereotype in existence. And but Brandon Wardell is so his son time. somehow? Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Wardell, because he's like a, a part Filipino, I think. Yeah, he is. Half Filipino. I guess there it is. I'm going to start that rumor. His real dad... <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Joe Coy, man, he just broke up. Him and Chelsea. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they they're our celebrity couple right there. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they're no more, no more, no more. I want to know why. At I least Joe Coy got a movie. I think they. Yeah, they, I, I read something out of it, and uh, Chelsea was just saying they were just arguing too much, and she was like, "It's if we're doing this too much, we're it's over." And they tried to go to therapy about it. You know. Chelsea who? Handler. Handler. Clinton. Clinton. That would be awesome. <laughs> Joy Coy, Chelsea I mean, Clinton. I arguing too much. Interesting. Yeah, right? I mean, me and my wife argue all the time. I know. I'm like, <laughs> it's I, like, I yeah. guess. It's like, whatever. We couldn't Was stay I married. We argued. <laughs> no, nah, you got to yeah. stick it out. It's all good. Sometimes you got to argue. I have a new comedy theory, and I want to run it past you guys. I don't know yeah. what else to do with this. I, I, there's nowhere else for me to put this out into the universe except for here. But uh, this is my new comedy theory. I think that conservative people, are they feel like they're losing cultural power, and liberal people feel like they're losing political power, and comedy is speaking truth to power – so that's why people treat wokeism like it's fucking Catholicism in their specials. Mm. Mm. Does that? How does that land with you guys? Too stupid or just the right amount of stupid? That feels true. I I, I need clarity. Uh, okay, you know how like people would be like, like uh, the the white guys have a bad comedians who are like zillionaires now. Um, yeah. Their whole thing is like woke culture and they're like I'm not I'm not punching down like the whole the woke culture, the cancel culture is coming after everybody. It's like um right. shut the fuck up. It like that's right. It, right. but um so So are, and, are we Catholicism or <laughs> who are we? I'm yeah. saying like uh like Lenny Bruce going like- after Catholicism <laughs> like in the sixties and getting like actually canceled for it or whatever. It's like woke it's like woke culture is like a crusade, yeah. like spreading its right. So yeah. everywhere. So the man to them is like the culture, whereas like the man to people on the left is like the like the elite politicians, the literal and, government of the United right. States. Like in terms of like which power structure you're fighting against. Wait, maybe so maybe yeah. this is a terrible theory. So no, 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 no. I mean it makes sense uh so to like people on the right the man is z-way and then yes people on the left it's like <laughs> the supreme court yes so brett kavanaugh yeah. so brett kavanaugh or fucking z-way i'm being so <laughs> oppressed by z-way lately oh. how many black friends do you have who counts their oh, friends four to five. Oh, four to five huh four to five <laughs> 
45? No, 425. <laughs> what are their names? <laughs> uh, shut up, Z-Way. I Zoom think on. everybody just wants to feel like they're fighting for something. And, like, part of the lack of acknowledgement that's like or part of like the silliness is that like some people don't want to admit that they don't need to fight for some things like people on the right who are like have money they're like yeah well you know who is that criticizing me taxes taxes are so critical like you know taxes are terrible and it's like okay great and meanwhile people are like can we just like pay Amazon workers enough to like live on? And they're like, yeah, well, I don't want to pay my taxes. And it's like, you don't need to be upset about something. You can just shut the fuck up and let people be upset about things that are actually happening to them. Right. How do you, uh, I feel like it's the same thing. Can you, Mike, could you connect this to um, that uh, canceled Minneapolis show for Chappelle? Okay. So in Chappelle's mind, right? Like in Chappelle's mind, He's he's kind of equated uh, the LGBTQ movement that he's equated that to like somehow like an attack on civil rights. Right. Or like that movement is oppressing comedians. Right. Where it's like you are a multimillionaire. Um, maybe you're not at, you're an oppressed as oppressed as like some other people, even though you're in a classically like uh, uh trampled upon group of people i think with Chappelle, it's it's even more childish than that i think it's with with david's you told me i can't talk about these people and i'm gonna just talk about it yeah no one's told him he's been no one told him no since 2004 you know completely childish and ego with 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 dave with that yeah yeah did you guys see that that dedication speech yes. the he had for the theater yeah. that put on Netflix and then where he's like he's saying basically what Greg said and then he's also like the closer is like a masterpiece just so you know not only a masterpiece a masterpiece that none of his peers will equal in a generation oh my yeah. god I that is everything he says should be called into question if that's his stance it's so sad it's so I sad just, watching yeah I imagine it, it is I won't so watch sad. any of his shit because I just don't want to watch like an old man ranting that I used to like. It's like it, yeah. it makes it may I love Dave. Like like when Dave would come to the SF, I'd go to all the shows, I'd hang out way past my bedtime. And now it's just like, yo, nobody's telling them like, dog, stop. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, stop. No, it's that thing again. It's that thing again of people just like getting so big and no one ever tells them no. So not only are they not relatable, they're like completely fucked up and offensive and like problematic. I mean, there's a his whole career, his whole career, storied career is going down the drain because he has this childish ego that he can't stop. And it's just sad. Someone told him he was yeah. wrong in the special, and he's spent the next eight specials like doubling down on it. Just fucking take the L. There's so much. Just like, take the L. Like there's so much fucking like power and just being like, yeah, I don't know, sorry, and then not saying anything, and then just doing better and not like making a show of that you're doing better. Just like shut yeah. up and lose one. Yeah. I mean, there's shit that I've said on things that if you were like, dude, you can't say that, I'd be like, I look back at that and I feel fucked up about it. I was wrong. I've learned. And then yeah. no one's going to be like, 
if I came back and tried to be like, here's what I meant, and you guys are fucking coming after me, like, then you're just, oh, my God, it's just the wrong way to do it. It's horrible. No, even, like, yeah. when you're in conversation with your friends and, like, someone says something and it pisses off someone else and then they spend the rest of the time you're together just, like, trying to defend why they were right, like, that sucks and it's embarrassing for them. And what's actually cool is to be like, oh, yeah, I'm actually very stupid all the time. Sorry. And then, like, continuing <laughs> yeah. on. I say stupid shit all the time. I know it's hard to Same. believe, but <laughs> I, I, it's, I know it's like my like my husband will check me he'll be like absolutely can't say that and i'm like but what okay never mind. but they're <laughs> asians and poor people <laughs> yeah i mean literally literally he'll be like stop saying that um but like yeah you say stupid shit and then you correct it you know what i mean right. that's like yeah. the whole thing with like people getting mad about gender shit it's like just fucking try and if yeah. you fuck up say sorry and then move on yeah yeah but Dave like, was like it. we gave him two specials like two he I did know. it two times and we were like yo stop stop doing that dog you're still the greatest <laughs> but just I, I, can you stop it and then the yeah. third time was like oh man I can't, I can't hang out with you no more man. I can't. well doesn't he have a doesn't he have a trans comic that opens for him which makes it worse. It's the black friend thing now. It's just. (laughs) See, I have one. I have one. That's literally, I'm I'm like 90% sure he has a trans comic that opens for him. Well, good for, good for him for doing that, I guess. But like. Well, good for that trans comic for getting that money. Like, honestly, like, good for them. Get that bag. Yeah, get that bag. Get your fucking cash and go. Yeah. Um, One more. Go ahead, Tyler. Sorry. Oh, I, was, I wonder if like uh, some Netflix executive is like thinking about trying like weird grade school reverse psychology on him. Like, I bet I bet you're not gonna do a special about how you support gay rights, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're too much of a coward to talk about we that, bet Dave. You huh? can't. Yeah, I bet you can't do it. I bet you. Yeah, we're not gonna let. We're not gonna let you. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah, you're forbidden. Yeah, that's Lindsey, Greg, Tyler, Jake, and Bailey. Please click follow. Give me all of the stars. I think that you're ready at this point. There's still more show. Don't go anywhere. But if you want video of this panel, you want to see these hot motherfuckers' faces. If you want to see how the sausage gets made, if you want to see unedited shit, and every video of every panel since March of 2020 when the pandemic began. That is on the show's Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Brido. Become a premium member and help support the show. The show is me. By the way, the Norm MacDonald story I told Tom Segura in one of the early episodes is up to 129,311 views on YouTube. I found out I can't monetize it until I get a thousand subscribers. I never have ever really fucked with YouTube. That was kind of like a fluke thing that happened. So I need 700 more volunteers. Just 700 more of you. If you can, please subscribe to my YouTube, which, oh my God, I I should have written it down. YouTube.com forward slash Mike Bridenstine, I think, is the name of my YouTube. I am not a YouTuber. But I think I would have made, I think that um, the math on it is $1 billion if I had been able to monetize it. Not good with math. Los Angeles shows. If you're in Los Angeles for whatever goddamn reason and you want to see me do stand-up comedy every Wednesday, 
I'm at the Fable and Eagle Rock. Last night was a hot one. One of my favorites, Rory Scovel did a set. Mike Holmes and Stacy Holmes just got listed in Thrillist as having one of the 24 best burgers in Los Angeles. I say this every week, and every week somebody will I will watch somebody take a bite of the burger, kind of start nodding their heads, and then go, holy shit, with the thing still in their mouth. I don't know why you would look at a person like me and be like, that guy probably doesn't know about cheeseburgers. Yes, I do. Yes, I fucking do. August 5th. Why did I get so mad about cheeseburgers? Nobody doubted me. But you just know that I'm telling you. I'm passionately telling you. August 5th, I'm running my hour in Los Angeles at the Glendale Room. I've mentioned it earlier. It's me, for the first time, putting it all down and saying, here it is. This is the hour that I'm recording in Chicago. Running it at the Glendale Room in Los Angeles. I'm having Lindsay Adams, who you're enjoying on this show, open. Katrina Davis is doing a set. She Her comedy special comes out that day. And Lizzie Cooperman is on that show. Lizzie Cooperman, a fucking murderer. Everybody is, but she's on another planet. August 11th through the 13th, I will be in Chicago. I'm almost done telling you this. If you've heard me tell you this before, it's all, I'm almost done telling you. 11th is my birthday. That night is a live episode of Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. I've got a lot of your favorites on that one. The 12th and 13th, I'm recording my second album with a Special Thing Records. <sighs> I'm almost done telling you. I feel like I'm ready. I feel like I'm excited. It really is a dream come true for me to be able to do it at the Lincoln Lodge, my favorite place when I was coming up in Chicago. It's like hard for me to believe that this little show in the back of a diner has their own venue and theater space. It is so well run by Mark Geary and John Ledley, who I've had on the show multiple times. So please, 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 passionately, I am asking you to support that show and come see me, if you feel like it, in Chicago. All right, we'll get back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and TV alive during this podcast. Tony's a film nerd. Joel is a music geek and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast. I'm Mike Bridenstine and I have listened to None Taken. The ad we've been doing for like two years on Brido's show, it's all based on an inside joke on our show, but it's for listeners that haven't listened oh. to our show yet. Okay. So the joke yeah. is we always start our show with, you know, somebody as listened. a guest and yeah, and I've never listened to None Taken. And, right. and they're so, not going to get that. No, they've never got that. <laughs> what an annoying <laughs> commercial. <laughs> what a waste of time. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Neither of us did. <laughs> And then the whole thing ends with these guys fuck, which was like something I said once at the end of a recording, like spastically, like impulsively. Oh, you're not supposed to. I still think that's funny. I like it when the girl says it. uh, Hi, Victoria. This is the best. This is welcome to none taken. This is what none taken is like. (laughs) 
Wait, did we just do an ad? Is that what you're telling me? I, I think that's what I'm going to send him, and who knows? I mean, he's played that for the last two years. Why wouldn't he play this? This is more like what our show is. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. Oh, Dusty and Allie think they can switch it up on me. Let me tell you something. I'm sure you guys still fuck. That's right. Dusty and Allie. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Lindsay, Greg, Tyler, Jake, and Bailey. I think that you should click follow by now. One more political thing. Uh, Okay, so Joe Biden, I've never talked about this on here. Joe Biden fell off that bike, right? Uh, that was hilarious. I don't know if you've seen it. He forgot his his foot was in the pedal, so he tried to put his foot down, and he just <laughs> fell right the fuck off. And so, I saw a clip of Pete Buttigieg, everyone's favorite Pete Buttigieg, not at all a weird empty suit. Pete Buttigieg. Uh, he was getting grilled by one of these like weirdo Republicans who. <laughs> They're like giving all of the do the 25th Amendment to Joe Biden because Biden's brain is bad. Um, He was getting grilled on that. And Pete Buttigieg had this like sick burn back. He's like, well, uh, at least our president can ride a bicycle. And so it was like uh, Trump. uh, You uh, yes, you cannot picture that man on a fucking bicycle. But I just wanted to point out that our choices are dead guy on a bike or guy you too too weird to picture on a bicycle. I just I can picture Trump riding a giant adult sized version of one of those big wheels, though. I can see Trump yes. riding like a like a Peloton and then having a heart attack and dying big style, like yeah. Sex City. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, did you see Mr. The, big the Lie? <laughs> big, <Yeah>. big Dilly style. <laughs> did you see the video? This was like years ago, but it was just like a this whole scandal because there was this picture of Obama on a bike wearing a helmet, and then all of these like Fox News reporters were like. He's basically gay. For <laughs> <laughs> oh. a helmet? Yeah, helmet is yeah. gay. They were, and they were Safety, like comparing him. gay. <laughs> it's gay. <laughs> they were comparing him to like pictures of uh, Putin like riding a horse shirtless, and they're like, this is a man. <laughs> oh, my God. Being alive, like, is, being alive is super gay. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's yeah. so gay. Just die. Yeah. Do, do, I, do I have to like make a big deal out of like the fact that I wear a motorcycle helmet on a bike? Yeah, you do. Yeah, That's not I, I, I immediately <laughs> thought of your big motorcycle helmet. <laughs> Jake, you're always wearing stuff to be masculine, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I not I will say bell. not the helmet, but when Obama threw out the first pitch at a White Sox game, wearing like. Uh, Tina Fey's mom jeans from that sketch yeah. on SNL and throwing it like a shot put at the catcher. <laughs> that was my uh, holy shit, Obama is not cool at all at the moment. Yeah, but then when he sinks a three, it makes up for it, right? He does have a wet J. However, <laughs> lefty too. Lefty. <laughs> he does have the wettest J in the, in the presidential department. But uh, I hate that saying. <laughs> now that I think about it, it is pretty heinous. Yeah, he has the wettest J. Yeah, what does that mean? What does that mean? It's a really good jump shot. Oh, God. Splash. 
Does that, any other president even come close, Mike? Lincoln? Just for right? Does mm. any does any other president have a sopping J? <laughs> Gerald Ford played oh, football at Michigan, drenched J. <laughs> <laughs> Did Gerald Ford play football? Gerald played no. played football. Yeah, never elected president, but was president. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. I heard Nancy Reagan's J was absolutely sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> Sloppy J, Nancy Reagan. The gray one. I don't know if you guys have been to the Reagan Museum in where is that? Uh, Simi Valley. A lot of wet J's there. Uh, (laughs) You (laughs) you pointing that out? It's uh, yeah, it's correctly disgusting. I apologize to everybody for having to hear it. Okay. (laughs) By the way, no, I'm not doing that one. Song tournament. We're gonna end with song tournament. This is where. I give you guys the top eight songs from a particular year, and they go head-to-head in a tournament. These are the top eight Billboard songs for the whole year. And for this one, I chose 1998. So where were you in 1998? And I just want to warn you, some of these songs are terrible. A few of them are good. One is a goddamn masterpiece, and I'm not even being ironic. And if you don't choose this, I will think... Less of you. I'll tell you what it is after the fact. So I was in Lubbock, Texas at the time, Mike. You were in Lubbock. Te- That's a good place. Uh, so some of these are country songs. Oh, some of these oh, are country that's songs. Why I hated my time there. Okay. I love. That's a good place. Oh, Lubbock, <laughs> Texas. Oh, Lubbock. That was the fakest the thing. Of all of the things I said on this, Wettest J will be my second biggest regret, too. That's a good place was my riff on on him saying Lubbock, Texas. Re- real, I should host a podcast with riffs like, that is a good place. Uh, okay. So, the by the way, the criteria, if you're not familiar with the game, is you just pick whichever one you like better. And, and whatever has the – and you're like, you can have whatever criteria you want. So, the number one song of 1998 is Too Close by Next, which is a song about dude boners. Uh, Are we all familiar with Too Close by Next? No. Great song. Yes. Yes. Epic. Song of the Summer that year. These are all like TRL hits, aren't they? They are. Some of these are country songs, but... Okay. Okay, so this was uh, Baby When We're Grinding. I get so excited. You know that one? He's like, uh, you have not, you're too. Oh, we're dashing real close. (laughs) (laughs) Making it hard for me. I mean, he got to say making it hard for me. Yeah, there's no subtlety in this song. It's the number one song. And everybody's like, oh, I've been there on the dance floor. (laughs) Number who has a math textbook I can put over my crotch (laughs) (laughs) on the dance floor? (laughs) Let me tuck it into my waistband and cover it with a t shirt. I hope I don't get called up to the DJ booth. (laughs) (laughs) The number versus so too close by next versus the number eight song, which is the exact same premise as. Too close by next. It is "Candle in the Wind" nineteen ninety seven by Elton John, a song about a dead princess. 
you say you live your life like a candle in the wind, which is a euphemism <laughs> for erections. Instantly hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's what I was afraid of. Who, who you got in this battle of 1998's Too Close by Next or the legacy of the dead Princess Diana? With a euphemism about a penis? It's probably not a euphemism about a penis. It's probably about uh, something else entirely. It's either the fragility of life or erect penis. Why can't it you just can be about be sure. candles? Can it be about Well, definitely both? not. Maybe. The fragility of life through a hard I, I got to go candle in the wind. Um, just, I, just the longevity of that song uh the next song was very popular that year but i mean when was you don't really hear that song anymore like ever i hear it on weird spotify playlists when i'm like researching music trivia questions but one vote for elton john bailey norton also going elton john two for elton john no the other one yeah, I'm going to go with Elton John because that song I kind of didn't like anyway, and then it got overplayed to death. Next. It got overplayed to death. How about Greg? What do you say? Elton, Elton, Elton. Oh, I'm going for next. I've I've had sex to that song. <laughs> 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 in, in 1998. <laughs> Hell yeah. Follow the lyrics, Greg? I think like, that emotion... Were the lyrics instructive? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was like I, think, a, uh, I did hear a song, song in sixth grade. Somebody played Gimme That Nut by Easy E and they gave me the headphones and there's like a really graphic <laughs> sex thing on the song and I was like, Oh wow, that is how sex works. That's <laughs> probably not how you're supposed to learn what it is. Lindsay, what about, how about yeah. you? I mean uh, obviously I had to pick boner jams. Damn. <laughs> It is still three to two, so I got to take uh, Elton John in this one. Elton John moves on to pass next. Okay, four versus five. These songs uh, are number four, Truly Madly Deeply by Savage Garden. <laughs> uh, that was like, I want to stand with you on a mountain. I'm a little Five is How Do I Live by Leanne Rhymes. That's the Lubbock, Texas, Whoa. which is, I don't know if you heard me earlier, good Gosh. place. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, does this help at all, Mike? The, it, when I lived there, it was a dry county. It was a dry. That it was needed a some wet to... J's, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and their basketball team was pretty good. Um <laughs> The driest days. <laughs> Damn. <sighs> uh, I, I've always found it weird that Savage Garden was such the like genteel sort of like nothing savage. Yeah, and then Soundgarden was what Soundgarden should have had was. the Soundgarden yeah. and Savage Garden should have switched names. Yes. <laughs> God damn it! When you're right, you're right. Thank Who does, it, does everybody know? How do I live by Leanne Rhymes? Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, so who's going truly madly deeply by the unfortunately named Savage Garden? Nobody. Who's going? I am. I am. I am. Okay, Lindsay and Bailey's half going, or she's waiting for me to say Leanne Rhymes. No, no, no. I was waiting for the other one. I'm, I'm going Leanne Rhymes. Who's saying Leanne Rhymes? 
I'll go with Leanne Rhymes. I I hate the I hate it less. I'm I'm gonna go with the Leanne Rhymes songs, but purely because that song was originally written for the movie Con Air. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> There's Can a you pull up fact like the the list that Mike is using, and you're looking up facts while we're doing this. I had a I had a music trivia question about this song a couple weeks ago, and uh, there's another version of that song that came out the same year that's on the Con Air soundtrack. Wow. <laughs> okay, the number three versus six. You're still the one by Shania Twain. Looks oh, like we made it. So it was, uh, looks oh, like we made, oh, it. made it. We made it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, number six is Together Again by Janet, which is a Velvet oh, Rope song. I can't think of how that goes off the top of my head. So, so this has no chance against all of you are stone facing because you're picking Shania Twain. Yeah, I feel bad picking two country songs in a row, though. But I gotta do it. All right. Yeah, I gotta go Shania all the way. Shania Twain looks like she looks like we made it. Number two versus seven. The boy is mine by Brandy and Monica, uh, Mm. which is everybody knows. That's a great song. Number seven, All My Life by Casey and JoJo. Oh. That's a good one, too. Ooh. Mm. Boy, a, lot of, a lot of ballads on this list, Mike. These are the, this is what America wanted in 98. <laughs> yeah, late, 11. late well, no, when we were a heavy ballad. Were we worried about Y2K at that point or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, it was like a year before it was, everybody was getting crazy. I think people started to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Like everything goes to zero. Every number turns into zero at midnight. And what does what does that do? I don't know, man. But it fucks everything I, up. I remember Nike had an ad where the whole world was destroyed when it, the year two thousand came, but somebody was still running over all the rubble in Nikes. Really? Yeah. Dang. And that came true on the morning of September eleventh. <laughs> Who's um, I'm saying? going Casey and JoJo personally. I'm already going to vote okay. Casey and JoJo. JoJo and what was the other one? Mike? The Boy is Mine by Brandy mine. and Monica. These are two. Yeah, I'm going to go with The Boy is Mine. Okay, one to one. I'm going to go Brandy and Monica too. Okay. That song rips. Yeah, Brandy and Monica. I got to go Casey and JoJo. I like alcoholics. <laughs> Brandy and Monica moves on. This it was like three to two, right? Three to two. Okay. Yeah. That Casey and JoJo song in my head has got such big roller rink couple skate vibes. It's oh. so good. That's why I like it. It does. Uh, round two, number eight, Candle Wind, nineteen ninety-seven. A song, a sad, a song that was originally for Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Now about Princess Diana uh, versus How Do I Live by Leanne Rhymes. Leanne Rhymes. Leanne Rhymes. Leanne Rhymes. Leanne Rhymes. They're both so cheesy. And I don't even like Leanne Rhymes. She's she she's getting an easy walk to the finals here though. Yeah, I'm morally opposed to her, but look at her now. <laughs> <laughs> The three versus two. You're still the one by Shania Twain versus The Boy is Mine by Brandy and Monica. 
boy is mine. Boy is mine. I'm going Shania. I'm oh. Going Shania. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Shania too. Ooh, too, Greg, it's up to you. Boy, boy, boy is mine. Even though Shania was very hot back then, uh, I'm <laughs> boy is mine. Do you remember? There was like some scientific study that, based on like, uh, but what they studied as like what counts as beautiful, uh, Shania Twain was the most beautiful person in the world. Really? Yeah, that was like 15 <laughs> years ago, I think. Wow, interesting. Based on her face shape. And like the proportions of everything. They did that once and it was Denzel for, for the fellas. He was like the most symmetrical person alive or something. Right. Everybody else's face is <laughs> all fucked up. Look at your faces. They're not Denzel's I mean, yeah, face. Yeah. Fair. The finals for 1998. How do I live by Leon Rhymes versus The Boy Is Mine by Brandy and Monica? Before we do oh, this, man. I will tell you what's won every single year that I've done this. 1988, Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. 1995, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. 1999, No Scrubs, TLC. 2000, Say My Name, Destiny's Child. 2001, All For You, Janet. 2002, Hot In Here by Nelly. 2003, Crazy In Love, Beyonce and Jay-Z. 2004, Hey Ya by Outkast. 2005, Gold Digger by Kanye West. 2006, No One by Alicia Keys. 2007, Umbrella by Rihanna. The song that I decided was a masterpiece is not in the finals. What song was it? Casey and yeah, Jojo. That song? song was oh. the best song of all time. A masterpiece. <laughs> if that song comes on, there's going to be some wet J's is all I'm saying. <laughs> was that you play that at your wedding? I did. I did play it at my wedding. Did you? Was it your first song? Oh God. No, it was some John Legend song that was way too long. And I was like, okay. I'm tired of dancing. <laughs> My so playlist was epic. Annoying. His voice is just like, come on, man. Clear your throat. <laughs> That's not your real voice. You don't really sound like that. Uh, gargle, so gargle, John. Gargle. <laughs> Salt and water. Come on. You ever hear Harry Carey announce a baseball game like ever in your life? Like this is, he died. This he died in 1998. But but when I was growing up, he was the announcer for the Cubs, and I would just be watching going, because <clears throat> the whole game he had like a loogie of like fucking a thousand beers in his throat. Okay, who wants to make an argument for Leanne Rhymes? <laughs> no one is this gonna be a clean sweep was this the clean easiest sweep. w yeah, ever sweep, yeah. for the boy is mine yeah no clean i'm sweet. going i'm going <laughs> there we go oh. now we're talking i okay, want well, a spite well, you know, vote she's a home wrecker i want to s- love that about her <laughs> What's the that's my favorite no, part I, of I, the I career no wait whose home did she wreck tell me everything okay i don't know about it i'm not okay real housewives of beverly hills um, Brandy, whatever her last name is, it doesn't matter, was married Norwood. to this guy. No. Also forgot his name, but he, uh, Leanne oh. Rhymes. Oh, I thought you meant Brandy and Monica with, Brandy. Oh, no. Leanne Rhymes did a movie with her husband, and they fell in love on set and cheated, and he left. <gasps> Brandy, who, by the way, is crazy, but still, he <laughs> left Brandy and to for Leanne, and Leanne's ugly, and so is Brandy, but Leanne is ugly, and 
They did that. They did that uh, computerized like beauty thing. They said Leanne Rhymes' worst face. (laughs) She looks. She looks. She looks like she got squished in the birth canal. Wait, wait, I have news. (laughs) Looking at it now. New breaking news news about this. Okay. Yeah, breaking news from January third, twenty twenty-two. After more than a decade of cheating allegations, divorces, and drama. Uh, I don't even know how to say this word. Sibrian, Sibrian finally made peace with his ex-wife in 2018. The three of us sat and talked for hours, hashed everything out, and the feud with Leanne Rhymes and I is over. Oh, yeah, I don't I'm care. Saying. I still hate. I still hate <laughs> that bit. She's still the one you hate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Leanne Rhymes. I'm still going Leanne Rhymes. By the way, speaking of home wrecking, the other song that it's up against is two women deciding that the man is her, is hers. Mackay Pfeiffer. <laughs> yeah, but they're like yeah, they're like young and they're like, working it out. Okay, okay. Hey, the first the first word of the song is "I'm sorry." Yeah. I'm sorry that you seem to be confused. The old. The old, uh, better version of this was with Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson, The Doggone Girl Is Mine. Doggone Girl Is The worst song Michael Jackson, the worst thing Michael Jackson ever did. <laughs> yeah. I love that it's not the worst thing Paul McCartney ever did. He had to do it to get that Beatles catalog. Yeah, man. Yes. The worst thing, somebody had a joke. I was about um, who was better, Lennon or McCartney, and they were, and they were like... If you want to know, just listen to the Christmas songs. Lennon's was like "Happy Christmas, War Is Over," and McCartney had like some cornball ass. What was his Christmas song? It was like "Simply Having a Wonderful." Christmas. Simply having. <laughs> yeah, Paul McCartney. I mean, he's I don't know. The doggone girl is mine. Worst thing Michael Jackson ever did. <laughs> I want to listen to this. Because I haven't heard it. It sounds good. It sounds like a good place. <laughs> so we're so who's saying Brandy and Monica? Just so we're clear, everybody but Bailey. The winner for 1998 <laughs> is Brandy and Monica. The boy is mine. You have chosen so heinously wrong. Casey and JoJo should have won this one. I think I'm it was sorry wrong. you feel that way, but. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't a bop. It was just like a song that like you got excited. Like when I hear it in the elevator or in the grocery store now, I'm like, yeah, it was a roller rink song. Like what? Like uh, like Tyler said. Roller rinks only played um, bops. I don't know what you're saying. That's true. You know what I think of every time I hear We're fighting, that song Lindsay. is uh, season one of Serial. Like Heyman Lee, the girl that died. That was her favorite song. And they like play it all throughout. <laughs> season one of cereal. That's actually very funny. You know what's funny is The Boy Is Mine by Brandy and Monica, Adnan Syed's favorite song. Oh, wow. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. But Adnan Free Adnan Syed. Free Adnan. The Boy Is Mine. Now we got to pay royalties to MailChimp. Mail Kimp? Mail Kimp? 
He's been lifting. He's just like he's he's been doing a Cape Fear style in prison. Down on the weights, man. You can't be looking too thick like that when you go up a parole. It's like, sir, you're scaring the parole officers. Too thick and uh, too thick. Uh, Okay, do I want to do one more thing or do I want to? Oh, uh, new new faces was today. So let's do uh, real quick before we uh, go. uh, Funniest person my listeners have never heard of before. I like doing these because I this is how I knew who like every single person in the new faces was. Somebody being like, you know, who's funny is this person. Right. I mean, you could just pick anybody off the internationals. They had an international. Category. You think British people are funny? That's weird. I'm just kidding. Uh... No, that's not true. <laughs> uh, you know, John Cleese complaining about cancel culture doesn't represent all of British comedy. It's true. Uh, yeah. John Cleese. Ricky Gervais doing a verbatim version of Chappelle special, but uh, worse is uh, also not representative of British comedy. I, th- well, I think it's like people shouldn't be rich. <laughs> Do comedy. Yeah. That one Ellen yeah. special where she came – it's like you didn't write a word of this. You could just tell. And she talks yeah. about how rich she is and about her gardener and shit. I was like, I want everyone in the building to die. What special? <laughs> it was Ellen DeGeneres comes out and does like – Oh, a, re- relatable? Yeah. Oh, my God. I wanted to break my television. Oh, my no. God. <laughs> I've been cancelled. Michael, how, how oh, would you describe no. you? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? How would you describe your listener? You said like the, your listener hasn't heard of. Um, here's what they like. Uh, people who've been on this Joe show. Joe Rogan. <laughs> Maybe they do. I don't know. Me and Joe Rogan are the same dude. <laughs> and Steve Martin is a friend of the pod. I decided he was in the middle of it. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. Good. I think he yeah. should be. Friend of show, Steve Martin. I would probably say, uh, off of person that list again, the people that your listeners probably don't know that are really, really funny are Pink Fox and Skylar Hickley. I've never seen Pink Fox's name until today, so that is that is a good Same. name. Interesting. You know what? There is a guy on there who somebody mentioned before who is a new face who just isn't on social media at all. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Do you who, who oh, was? yeah, let me look. Do I have a list? Do you have a let list me, of something? Let me look him up. Is that Pat Reagan, Pat Reagan? I haven't seen Pat in so No, there's, okay. There's a different yeah. one. There's different two Pat one. Reagans. One is, like, Catherine Cohen's gay best friend, and then another one wrote for Eric Andre. Which Pat is this? Is this the Pat that wrote for Eric? It would be. It would be. Captain no, this Cohen. is not the. Uh, this is not the Pat Reagan that wrote for Eric Andre. Okay. No. Yeah. The gay one. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that could be clipped too. <laughs> the gay one. The gay one. I'm trying to find. It was on gay, Deadline or something. I need to go to. Gay one. I need to go to Ever's page. Literally, who cares? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, Wendy. Speak for us. Go okay, on. literally, who cares? I have a I have a, co- a comedian that your listeners have never heard of, Samson McCormack. Oh, love Samson. Samson's so funny. Ethan Simmons Patterson has no social media. Oh yeah, he's, he's a New York he's, guy. He's, he's he's great. I've met him before. He's very nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's good. 
Uh, I hate it when Lindsay says she hates stand-up comedy because I hate it when other people say stand-up comedy and I actually really like Lindsay, so I like a letter pass, but I hate it when comics say they hate comedy because 99% of the time I'm like, then fucking beat it. Right. Yeah. I love comedy. I just don't <laughs> love comedians. I get that. Yeah, so I yeah, suppose. It's all right, Liz. It's all right. If you... If you're a comic and you hate comedy, you're probably a good comic. <laughs> I don't agree at all. No, man, comedy comedy's like a bad relationship, man. It fucks you up and beats It you is down. like a bad relationship, yeah. And you you know you're happy yeah. sometimes, and then you punches you in the gut, you lose all your money, you get a bad addiction, then you you know, you get sober. <laughs> you know, comedy, you know, yeah, but don't be saying you hate her if she calls you you're gonna drop everything and like go follow her wherever she's at, you know what I mean? But that's that's, that's Yeah, awesome. you're right. You're love, right. Though. No, you're right. I should have boundaries. <laughs> Adjust my expectations. Because she's a bitch. She is a bitch. She is a cold. She's a cold bitch. But, but I love her. she's so sexy. <laughs> so sexy. So, so mysterious at first. Okay. I'd shout out Lisa Gilroy too. And the characters. Yeah. Lisa's she's really great. Yeah. You don't have to name somebody on the new faces list. Andrew's hilarious. Andrew Arafo, kids, kids doing great. It's good to Is see it? Brandy get her love too. Brandy Denise. I know Brandy. She's been hustling for a long time. It's good to see. And Laura, both Lauras. Fuck oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Both Lauras. Laura's, Laura's having a moment. Laura Peak. Yeah. 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 She is. Yeah. yeah. She's in stadiums and shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really deserves it. Yeah. She's amazing. Both grinding. Love it. I have a friend on the unrepped list who is super funny, really nice guy, uh, Adam Gilbert, out of Chicago. That's cool. He got it out super of Chicago great. too, right? Yeah, yeah, he's still in Chicago. So who are the ones that you guys don't like? Ever Maynard. <laughs> yeah. I will say it, yeah. <laughs> Ever's amazing. Ever's the best. Yeah, fuck yeah. Crush it. Just crazy too. This is crazy. Love me some ever. Yeah. Uh, do you know uh, John Marco Sarezi? Yeah, I, yeah, I know John Marco. He's, he's a New York guy. Yeah, he's pretty great. I don't know. Him. He's done oh, this. Shout show. out to Jared too, Goldstein. Yeah. 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 Jared. Oh, Sweetheart. Ask the crowd how they clean their dildos, and when they don't answer, he's like, "You guys have dirty dildos." Ew. <laughs> Very funny. Garrett does comedy so much he keeps snacks in that little bag that he carries around all the time. It's hilarious. Uh, he 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 kept it and he kept them in there when he's not doing comedy. Oh uh, really? Every time I see yeah, him, he's... like salami in there and nuts mm-hmm. and shit. That's like I'm, man. I he he used to eat out of a jar. Yeah, yep, yep. I used to see that too. He's a fucking freak. I remember comedy. even seeing Jared at like open mics when he first started, and, and it was like he's, uh, he's got something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and he's cute too, cute motherfucker. Yeah, he would always say, so "I'm." I'm he'd always say, "Like I'm hotter than so any girl funny. you've ever dated," and uh, it was kind All of funny. Hairy shit. Yeah, he's a beautiful oh, boy. Yeah, I I was at a show where one of the comics had, it was like a like. A, a truth or dare thing and they got a dare and one of the dares was like impersonate somebody else on the show and they just did a hair toss to impersonate jared and everybody got it 
Oh my god. I love oh, he that. He's so pretty. <laughs> he is so yeah. pretty. I just get lost in his eyes. I'm like, you would never go for me, but like, let me just <laughs> stare at you for a little bit. <laughs> no, he's like, he's like beautiful. It's gross. Grinder. Yeah. Deborah always out. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I like the grinders. And Allie, Allie Mac, man, she's been grinding forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good for Allie. Crazy ass. Yeah. Opens yeah. for St. Vincent. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Pretty cool. Well, all these people are great. <laughs> and we're, we're great too, Lindsay. Lindsay, you're fucking hilarious. <laughs> Your time's oh coming. no, thanks. I wasn't I wasn't fishing, but I, I really know, mean I'm... it. All of them are great, but that's really sweet. Yeah, yeah, and how, how I love Lindsay Adams. Come. Lindsay Adams yeah. is one of my John, favorite comedians. Personally. I won't stop. I can't. I was at a yeah. wedding and Lindsay was just crushing y'all. I mean, God, they should have gave it a mic. <laughs> Before you got here, we were talking about how we like when you're mean. Yeah, I love when you're mean. It's so fun. Thank you. I'm going to try to do it more. It's a little off the thing sometimes. Wait, is the I, next uh, big stuff just going to be you making spicy something, some spicy pastry? Yeah, it's going to be a sleepover party theme, and I'm going to humiliate everybody. <laughs> uh, Sammy and I had Lindsay on our show Fence the Rules where male comedians get interrupted, and she interrupted Joe Quazala, and the first thing that she said was, he like started to say a joke and she immediately interrupted him and went like, nice jacket, bitch. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, especially funny because they were both wearing the same jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it funny. so much. Oh, I love you guys. And Lindsay got a cool ass husband. Mwah. Nice, nice yeah. cool yeah. ass husband. Very, My very cool. My husband is a... Yeah, he's a selling point, isn't he? <laughs> true, true indeed. One time I talked to him about Limp Biscuit. We had an absurdly long conversation <laughs> about the band Limp Biscuit. Uh, I believe that. Lindsay's hosting when I run my hour at the Glendale Room, August fifth. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's gonna be so good. I'm having uh, Katrina and Cooperman do it. I want to say the last 25 times I've seen Lizzie Cooperman do a show, she's absolutely murdered, and I am uh, kind of – that was a really bad idea having her go up right in front of me. But, I mean, no, because I, I, it's not because she murders in such a different way than you murder, so it's fine. No, it I'm bringing a up a keyboard thing. this time and um, no, you're not. <laughs> doing tonal music while I scream about air fryers. Oh, no, I thought it would be a, a nice contrast if you just, like, played, like, Mozart or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just learn Mozart between now and yeah, then. Yeah, you could do that. Who has uh, plugs for uh, where do you want people to find you? This will be out Friday. Uh, where Tyler Jackson, where do you want people to find you? Uh, people can follow me in Bailey's show, Permanent Vacation, at Permavacay Comedy on Instagram. It's a good uh, show. Yeah, our next show is uh, August twenty first. August twenty first. Who's on uh, it? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Um. Look it up, everybody. Gosh. Look it up. It's a good lineup. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know the whole lineup, but it's it's a it's gonna be a great one. I forget who all's on there, but <laughs> I remember. A mystery, so people. 
have yeah. to buy tickets. It's, uh, I'm not gonna fucking tell you guys. Uh. <laughs> Jared Goldstein's on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Jared, Jared Goldstein. I think Brent Weinbach is also on it. Ooh, uh, had me and lost me. <laughs> JK, 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 JK Rowling. Love Brent. JK Rowling. Crazy homie. Uh, is that all for your for your plugs? Tyler's also doing uh my show soon, I think. Yeah, I'm doing your show on the 31st of August. I run music trivia, permanent records roadhouse. Hell yeah! Answer questions. Fuck yeah! And be silly. That bar, I felt like I was. I don't want to brag, but I was maybe like the coolest guy there. Would you say when I went there? that place was like? Oh, I felt like immediately uncool when I walked in there. Uh, <laughs> I was like, who are all these dorks? Um, Jake Kroger, where do you want people to find you? Uh, you can find me personally at not the supermarket on Instagram and MFJ Kroger on Twitter. Uh, but check out the Comedy Bureau at thecomedybureau.com and at the Comedy Bureau on socials for everything you need to know about comedy in LA and New York. Hell yeah! An act of service. Thank you. Truly, truly. Appreciate you always, man. I always will laugh about the time that one. Uh, I was in a conversation with Jake and some, and a young female comedian we absolutely hated talking to. <laughs> yeah. And she was talking down to both of us, and I go, "Have you heard of the Comedy Bureau?" And she goes, "Uh, yeah." I go, "Well, that's him." <laughs> <laughs> and then Mike left to get a drink. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, I want to throw a smoke bomb and leave this conversation. Oh, oh my God. I, I want to stop recording and tell us. I don't know who. Like, oh. yeah, it was me. It was me. <laughs> no, it was it was like a friend of a friend, right, Mike? Yeah, it was just started. Kelsey's from the band Local Natives. Uh, like she she knew him or said she knew him somehow. Right. And then uh, it was one of those like. Usually people wait till they're like three years in to think that they know everything about comedy. And this was like a first, she'd done comedy for 15 <laughs> minutes and wanted to tell me how it worked. And I was, and I wasn't like, actually, I was just like, holy shit, I've been in this right. conversation a thousand times and I want out of it. Right. <laughs> also, didn't she say, I think I have 15 minutes. And like, I just looked at you like, please kill me. Like this was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember this. My favorite thing. I think I have. I, th I think I have ten minutes. Oh, okay. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm about to do an hour at the Glendale Room. I think I have twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's moments like that, Mike. I I always think of. Uh, we've all seen Exit Through the Gift Shop, right? Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Oh, Mr. When, Brainwash. Yeah, Mr. Brainwash. But when. when <laughs> Uh, Banksy or the guy who's like Banksy is like, yeah, I used to be in support of everybody doing art, but you know, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> she was, she was also, oh, I hate, I hate that it was a female comedian. I wish it was like a white dude with money or something. Sure. Cause I'm really right. shitting right. on her, but she was also clearly okay. doing bits as the conversation. Yep. All things yes. that I've done, all, these are all things oh, that yeah. I've definitely done. Yeah. Like yeah. If you introduce her to me, I'll shut her down. <laughs> no doubt. You might have been there. Then it's, then it's just I one white woman against another. You might have been there. Oh. Lindsay. Yeah, it was a checker hall like It was a checker hall. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, no, you let them keep talking, so they just keep embarrassing themselves. <sighs> Lindsay said my favorite thing ever there, where she's like, she looked at Kelsey, who's who's a professional musician with fans. And she's like, he's pretty good at music. He should, like, do this. <laughs> <laughs> and she said that genuinely? Yeah. <laughs> he's like oh a world-famous musician. Uh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, well, then a musician went up and was like, all of you comics are so brave. And I was like, this is why I hate music. <laughs> wait, which show? You, oh, wait, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, who, who? Okay, Bailey, what would you like to plug besides Permanent Records Roadhouse? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, besides Permanent Vacation, um, I have a. You can follow me at Bailey E Norton across platforms, and then also I have a podcast with the the drag queen known as Pickle, um, called Hot Topic with Pickle and Bailey. Pickle fucking rules. Uh, ben Shapiro consistently posts a picture of Pickle uh, and being like, fuck drag queen story hour. You're misusing your budget, LA. And so that's my the person I have a podcast with. And it's very fucking wow. funny. Fun. So go listen to it. Pickle is great. I have Pickle the same audience as Ben amazing. Shapiro also. Ben Shapiro and I, same audience. <laughs> Perfect. Go drag us. Go rate us one star. Tell us to go fuck ourselves. <laughs> I doubt and that I will. you're on TikTok and it's really funny. Oh, thank you, Liz. From a TikTok star, a literal TikTok star. I'm Lindsay Adams my and cat. My cat. My, my <laughs> cat. No, it's it's the both of you. <laughs> Don't self-deprecate. We I will, I will yell at you again. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Lindsay Adams, where do you want people to find you? Um, you can find me at. I didn't Lindsay really Adams yell at her. Popular. No, he he's never yelled at me. Um, kindest in the world. <laughs> um, at Lindsay Adams is popular on Instagram. Um, and uh, I'm every Saturday. I am at Good Heroin in um, Echo Park. And come to Mike's show. We're it's gonna be fucking fun. It so is. get tickets to that because yeah. that's the most important. Yeah. Greg, where do you want people to find you? Um, check me out on uh, Twitter at Greg the Grouch. I'm always talking shit. Um, Instagram, uh, Greg Comedy at Greg Comedy. Put some art up there and shit. I and love the prior. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll be a fable on the third. Man. Yes. Uh, Running, running, dick yeah. jokes. Trying to do a, my next album, I'm doing forty-five. He did of dick jokes. He did it last time <laughs> after <laughs> there was like a heckler, and I needed somebody to go up and save the show. So I was like, "Please save me." Oh yeah! Wait, was that the one that Sammy and I did? No, that was uh, that was before. There's there was like, it wasn't a big deal. But no, the no, person on stage no. really took offense to it, and it didn't need to go the way that it did, but it made everything fucking weird, and I needed a pro to go up and handle it, and Greg Edwards did that, and I owe you as much oh, stage know. time as you want for love, doing that. I love problems on stage. That's great. He did it. He was like, I'll do it. I don't care. They can yeah. talk to me. My drunk uncle. It's all good. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Also, whenever you do the show, somebody freaks out because you're uh, Thug Notes. Oh yeah, my former past. Yeah, people. Someone's like, it's the dog notes when you're. I used to be a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do porn. No, 
it's not uh-huh. porn. But before OnlyFans, Greg? Before? Oh, man, I'm about to get that back on now. They're making too much money. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Okay. Uh, All right. Thank you, guys. This will be up Friday. I hope you had uh, fun. I had fun. I think you picked the wrong song. But other than that, it was like I liked all the other. Lubbock, Lubbock, Texas. Great place. Uh, That's it. Uh, Okay. Uh, I'm gonna hit record. I don't know how to end shows, and you can see by looking at this. Yeah. <laughs> Should we say bye all at the same time? Like one, two, three, bye. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's cute. Let's okay. do that. All right, I'm, ready. I'm ready. One, two, one, three. Oh, two, wait. three. Bye. bye. Yeah. That's Lindsay, Greg, Tyler, Jake, and Bailey. I will tag all of them on Twitter and Instagram. Go give everybody a follow on social media. I assure you, they want you specifically to follow them on social media. They say that word of mouth is the best form of advertising. I see you guys like retweeting me. That's fun. If you guys like this show at all, please tell people about it. You could do things like retweet my posts like I just mentioned. You could like it when I post it. Uh, You could be like... When someone is like, hey, this is the dumbass podcast I listen to, you could be like, fuck you, buddy. I listen to Hunk with Mike, whatever you got to do. You know what you say that convinces people to do the cool shit that you do. So I appreciate you doing that. And thank you so much for listening. Please, please, please come see me in Chicago. And if you're in L.A., come see me at the Glendale Room. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan.